Welcome back to another exciting episode of Dream Slayer Studios RPG Podcast Actual Plays. Once again, I am Chris Tyner, your host and friendly neighborhood game master, and we are currently playing the classic Marvel superheroes role-playing game by TSR. In our last adventure, the heroes faced off with the Viking zombie forces led by Harold Yakelson and discovered the mastermind behind the plot, the trickster god Loki, who tasked them with retrieving the stones of the Nine Realms in exchange for their lives. Iroshan must now decide whether or not to cooperate with the Asgardian or face him in battle. But whatever happens, the heroes must uncover the Norn Stones from their hiding place across the city of Montpelier. Don't forget to check out ClassicMarvelForever.com for all of your Marvel Superheroes RPG core books and the unofficial canon project on Facebook for all new material to add to your games. This podcast is produced by Speak and Tell Studios in Evansville, Indiana, and we thank them for their assistance in getting our little production out to the masses. Be sure and hit that subscribe button for all the upcoming adventures from Dreamslayer Studios. Hold on, true believers, it's time for another episode of Iroshan, Gods and Monsters, Episode 4, The Stones of the Nine Realms, Part 2. Okay, so there was a little bit of discussion on the Facebook page about uh, how to approach the situation that you guys have found yourselves in with Loki requesting the Norn Stones be delivered to him. Uh, And if I remember correctly, I think it was mentioned that perhaps you might try to trick the trickster by creating some fake stones, maybe collecting the stones on your own to keep them from him, so... I'll let you guys discuss that a little bit further and figure out where we're going to go from there. I mean, I I think it's pretty unlikely that we'll be successful fooling Loki for much, especially like I, he, with like fake stones, like maybe he'll, he would be able to determine if they're powerful or not. Or I I do like the idea that that Christy had of trying to like, I, I do think we might be able to get Loki to like go to the, the creature perhaps, but I don't know. I feel a little dubious about these things. What's everybody else think? You can always send him to the box. <laughs> we do have the box. Yeah, I think trying to fool Loki might be a little tough. He's the trickster god. That's what he does for a for a <laughs> god. Yeah, it's his job. Like, like trying to fight Eri, or I was gonna say try to make love to Aphrodite, but I think that would probably work. <laughs> anyway, so but I think that you know it's like one of those. I don't know if we can do that. Well, I mean, it's either try something else or just fight them, which is going to be pretty difficult too, right? Like, I think we could fool him with the magics. Go on. You don't think so? I I hope so. Even temporarily? Well, yeah. Right. Why not? We don't have anything else to do. All right, so here's an idea. What if we found a stone or mimic the stone in some way but instead of handing it over to him and actually allowing him to take it because I think he'll know right away why don't we why don't we before we get there um, 
shard can use a power and pull one of us into because he doesn't know our powers. He, I mean, he thinks we're insignificant. So we play to that strength and say, hey, you know, um, we pretend like we have them. And before that, we have some force rip us from that location. Uh, just one of them or just one of us or, maybe, you know, or maybe all of us. I don't know. But just to kind of sit there and, and hand over some a fake stone, I don't think it's going to work. But if we tell him and show him, hey, we've got one, and then all of a sudden somebody is ripped away with that stone, then it might entice him to say, you know, I'm going after that thing or going after – kind of follow me along there. I'm thinking on the fly here. But what, what I was saying is maybe we have a fake stone. Uh, maybe we come up with something, but before, you know, he sees it, uh, we get close to him with it, but not actually hand it over to him and have Shard pull somebody through into her dimension. Cause she really, he, he doesn't know who our, who we are and what our powers are. So he would have no idea, you know, what is happening if somebody's pulled. And then do we like play it off? Like we don't know what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we pulling into another dimension? Him or someone else? One, one of us. It could or, be one of us or all of us or, you know. Oh, why do we go into another dimension? What's the reason for that? To give the appearance that somebody else is wanting the stone and they've pulled us from Loki's grasp with the stone. I see. So he, so he's, are so we he's, holding the stones when they pull us into another dimension? Yes. The fake stones or the real stones? Either. I, I just don't okay. think I don't I just don't think we should hand it over to him because at that point <clears throat> he's going to know right away especially if they're if they've got magic associated with it and he's a magical being. And they aren't going to do anything. Whatever he wants them to do they're not going to do it. Right. Ooh. Okay, so is the ultimate goal to get Loki to fight the creature monster for us sort of? That or to whisk him away, thinking that he has to chase down the stones. I mean, right now our focus is just to get these guys out of out of Mike's hometown. <laughs> well, and get to get the the stones to protect the stones from Loki getting all of them. I think is the one of the main focuses, right? Because we didn't we almost reach the creature via Wonderland. Uh, it wouldn't let us through. I opened a portal to the dreamscape, I think, and then it wouldn't let us through. I pushed us back I out. Like, Wind and rain. I, did, I, did, I, I, I traveled. I did astral projection and got in yeah. there. So he's the only one that saw it, was closest to it. It was great fun. But that was a temporary weather-related anomaly, that being pushed back. So <laughs> I was just thinking... Because of um, the idea of showing him the stones, but then all of us retreating into Wonderland. If he would, if he chased us in, would we lead him directly to? Oh, just open the portal and just let him go through to the dream. Well, let all of us let him chase us to that portal okay. to the future. That's a little risky. <laughs> Come on to Wonderland and just like close the door. What happens then? I don't know. It depends on how good I roll. I think. 
<laughs> it might be interesting just to trap him in Wonderland for a while. I don't know how long. Yeah, I could put him in a prison. I could put them all probably in some kind of prison. Shrink them down with my uh, eat me cake or something and put them into a prison of some kind. So I just have to roll really well. Karma. Call karma now. <laughs> There might be alternate plans, but before abandoning the fake stones, if they're valuable, could we roll intuition to determine, like, could I roll intuition to determine whether or not the stones ruse might be successful? Yeah, you could, you could do that. Yeah, sure. What's the connection between Loki and these giants and what's her face? Enchantress or whatever. What's the connection between them and what's happened to, what's the guy's name, Dreamslayer? <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that guy it, it, it's the insignificant part there's something bringing these two together there's a reason these two things are happening at once and we, we haven't made that connection right That's now true. What, like, what's the connection to these zombies and sleep and you know all and, and, and why in the world are Loki and Chantress and two big giants showing up in the middle of all this anybody have any hypotheses on that I got nothing. Yeah, I'm totally blank. Well, <clears throat> he opened one of the cairns, and then that woke up the zombie guys, right? The Viking zombies, didn't we? I thought we knew that. Uh, no, I did not put that together. But mm -mm. who opened oh, up what? I could have missed it. Okay, he op Loki opened it. He well, he's got some of the stones, or he says he has some of the stones. Yes. Right. There's also one stone in the tower still buried that he's standing on top of correct he, he has that one he has so he, he has, has all yeah so he, he has he has the one at the cairn that you guys are currently at he has the one that was underneath hubbard tower and he right. has a third as well okay. so, so he has opened three cairns at this time and there are nine total so there are six more stones reason i thought and maybe my brain just connected things for no reason that when he opened the cairn it awoke some spell and the viking zombies came and woke up okay that's you possible know. i don't know if we know that for a fact but sounds okay. good. you you have made an assumption that's, that's a good deduction there. why don't we okay. start off and just go get the stones let's go let's let's get the stones under our control before he gets them like if okay. we spend too long talking he's already got three I He's still gonna... think I my vote is I suggested it, but I still think we could try to fool him. Oh, maybe that's a good idea, but let's go get a shot him. anyway. But if you guys don't <laughs> want to do it, then we don't do it. But it, well, yeah, and, and you know, if he detects that the the stones that we have are are fake, we could always play dumb too. You know, I say we I say we go for it. Let's do what that's you true. propose. We don't have a better plan, but let's get the stones first, so we can create the fakes, right? Okay. We better, and we, and there's some, we got to hurry because this guy's looking for him too. I don't think he's sitting back having some ale waiting for us to do it. He's probably working on it too. So, right. well, and the guy that we uh, put the I'm snowman on, yeah. <laughs> he's going to wake up eventually. We're all going to be on top of him still having a conversation. Okay. So, do we split up and go find the stones or do we go? Each yeah, other should probably everybody all at once. stick together. Point, point of order. Point of order. I did not mention splitting up. That was hard. <laughs> I said we go in six After. different directions. <laughs> yeah, let's let's each of us go a different world. place. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> Mike's a great point, idea. To Mike's point, I think we would be successful playing dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you saying, Christy? What? 
I don't I don't get it. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah, that that and then, you know, tell tell the story of of you know, the creature and and that maybe we got duped and they've already right. been stolen and replaced. Oh, that's a good idea too. We've got plans behind plans. That's right. All right. Contingency <laughs> plans. But here's the question. Where are the stones? Do you know where the stones are? Do we even know where we're going? Like, yeah. We, we, do we know? It handles on where these, these cairns are. You do. You have a, you like, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have anything written down, but my character knows so where these are. Let's go. Let's go get them, and then we can decide what to do with them. All right. Let's go. Go okay. for it. But before you go gallivanting off into the forest. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, this is a good thing. You do get to heal a little bit because it's, oh, been, about, it's, it's been certainly more than 10 minutes since your last battle. Take a look at your endurance and you can heal up to that endurance rank. So I'm not hanging by a thread. Not yet. Okay. So, Mike, um, you... You know where all of these cairns are uh, throughout Montpelier. And, you know, there are probably, you know, a couple of miles uh, in between. Maybe not each location, but maybe each cluster. Mm -hmm. And the energy, now that it has been kind of released, there are three of them uh, that have been released for sure. You're, you're feeling the, the pull to the three for sure, a little bit stronger that are now freed, that are in the possession of Loki and the Enchantress. And so with that, you know, it, it definitely kind of attunes you a little bit more to their presence. Finding the Cairns will be even easier. I mean, you kind of know where they are anyway, because you've pretty much mapped them out. You've been visiting <clears throat> from time to time trying to figure out what these Cairns are and what this source of power is and why has it changed your abilities since you've been here in Montpelier, you've become stronger, you know, while you have been here. And uh, so you can kind of feel them calling to you. Okay. Um, and, and the three that are currently in the possession of Loki and the Enchantress are, are kind of saying, help me. Like it's, it's not where they want to be. Okay. So you're our dowsing rod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can, <laughs> since you know Montpelier much better than I do, you can certainly, you know, uh, tell us where you're leading us and, and, and taking us to the next cairn. Yeah, well, there's um, a cluster kind of on the opposite side of town from where we are now in an area called Sabin's Pasture. And there's a, there's an old abandoned slate quarry there where, you know, there, there are probably three cairns in there that we can go go to and, and start poking around and, and seeing if we can find the actual stones. It's, it's kind of on the other side of town uh, or the other side of the college campus where we are now. So we'll kind of go back over where the Vikings were and just a little bit farther. Tell us what that area kind of looks like. Um, it's, it's um, like, like I said, it's a, an area called Sabin's pasture. It's kind of this kind of big rolling hill that is undeveloped and a lot of people kind of hike back there and there's some trails back there and there's a an abandoned slate quarry that is kind of a part of it is kind of a like a used to be a party spot like for the culinary school students so that people would have bonfires back there and get high and drink a lot and but it's also you know 
when when that kind of thing's not happening it's it's a, a really kind of cool peaceful place to go and hang out so really it's available every other tuesday <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> before nine <laughs> in fact i'll as as we're as we're playing I've, I've got some photos of it that i'll try to pull up that's nice so as you're leading us then back into the quarry eventually you'll come upon the first of the uh, the three cairns in that area and they're very well hidden uh, from the main paths and so forth. So you do have to kind of cut through the underbrush a little bit to get to where they're located. And once you do arrive, the area is kind of overgrown uh, and conceals the cairn, you know, pretty well. But you can see that it is built up with uh, with large stones, flat stones, kind of creating what seems to be like an, an entrance to like a cave uh, of sorts. But it's certainly man-made and not something that, you know, would have appeared naturally. And in this particular one, you actually kind of have to get down on your hands and knees and actually crawl into to get inside this one. But Mike, you've probably been in this one before uh, in your explorations. And once you get inside, it, it kind of slopes down a little bit to where you can actually stand up. And uh, and there's plenty of room inside here once you do make your way inside. And as you can see on the walls, there are uh, ancient Norse runes along the walls and so forth, very similar to the last one uh, that you guys had seen. And, and Mike, especially you, once you get inside there, you feel that energy that you normally feel. But now that some of the stones have been loosed, that, that energy is definitely coming from underneath you. Before, you just kind of felt this general aura of power in these areas, but now you feel it just calling from beneath your feet. Gotcha. Here, I've got got a photo to share here. So that's kind of the Ooh. entrance to wow. that place. It looks like in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it does when have that, a very, very Tolkien Tolkien equality. Yeah. In the in the and I'm trying to think in the Return of the King where he's going to seek the ghosts. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So you feel the stone uh, calling to you. And these things, just so you know, as far as size-wise, I don't think we ever really discussed that. They, they are kind of egg-shaped and probably about the size of a goose egg, roughly. Okay, so I, I can feel it, but it's not, it's not apparent. Like, we can't just grab it. It's... it's submerged somewhere yeah and if you'll recall the last cairn that you came across to to see you know that it had been unearthed uh it was about 30 feet down so it was very very well buried underneath the cairn okay i'll make a roll on geoforce to kind of like open up a a path or a hole to where it feels like it is Mm -hmm. um and i'll use karma for that which is a good thing I did. I rolled a 20. <laughs> uh, 20 on Remarkable is nothing, but I'll, I'll bump it up to a green. So okay. I'll spend 16 Karma. All right. So you are able to kind of pinpoint where that, that 
call is coming from beneath you and 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 you reach down with your geoforce power and start to pull basically like you're sending out a fishing line and just reeling it in uh, mm -hmm. and you can feel the earth kind of moving just ever so slightly beneath your feet as you're pulling it up and out of the earth eventually the stone reveals itself and comes up into the air and it is bathed in a uh, kind of an electric blue light and is crackling and this particular stone within that blue light there's kind of a blackness that is kind of swirling along with that as well roll a, a psyche feed for me okay uh 47 on excellent just just barely a green okay this stone kind of speaks to you and reveals itself uh, the identity of the stone. And this is the Stone of Svartalfheim, which is the home to the Dark Elves. You've been drinking wine again, Chris? I have. Just, yeah, I got it right here. Svartalfheim. <laughs> I'm just going to abbreviate that Svart in my notes. <laughs> so that's one of the how many kingdoms? Nine realms, yes. Mm -hmm. One of the nine what? realms, then? I'm not saying this again. <laughs> you said dark elves, right? Yes. Uh -huh. uh, and you can feel the energy coming off of this. And uh, it, again, is, is really calling your name as the protector of the, of the Norn Stones. Norn Stones. Smart. Can I try to telepathically connect with it and see what happens? Uh, sure, yeah. See if it's an entity of some kind or it connects to an entity mm -hmm. just to get a sense of what it can do. All right, I'm going to roll. I'm not going to put karma on it because I don't care that much about it. But, you know, <laughs> let it go, see what happens. I rolled a 776. Okay. Which that's is probably five. a yellow. But yeah, it's yellow. It is non sentient. And you don't have really magical abilities, but. But you, you do sense that it has a lot of power uh, without really being able to describe exactly what that is. But no, it doesn't actually speak. It doesn't think. And Mike, the feeling that you're getting from it is, is that it's calling your name, that it's, that it's uh, reaching out to you. But it's not so much verbally or even tele telekinetically saying anything to you. It's just this urge uh, that you have to to protect it and, and and to hold it. So can I run? Can I roll an intuition just to see if it's affecting Spartan? I mean, the last thing that we need is a Spartan that is pull being pulled to do some power hungry stuff here. It's, it's my precious. It is your precious. <laughs> I, I'm afraid if we put all these together, you might become, you know, a little obsessed with them. If because you are protecting them, they're speaking to you. So, uh, and it may be a you know a part maybe of a, your power source, like an unhealthy way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like so you, you, you've now realized what type of power <laughs> is at your disposal. All right. So what if they're not? What if they're not eggs? What if they're not? Stones, what if they actually are eggs? Well, no, nothing was in it. So, well, that's creepy. <laughs> elf, elf eggs. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want you to do then. Uh, Andy, yes, you may roll intuition. 
Mike, roll Psyche for me. Which is that is the first green, and I've got a green. You got a green as well. Okay, yep. so Mike, you you want to touch it, you want to <laughs> hold it, <laughs> and 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 you want to care for it. Andy, you feel like Mike really wants to touch that. <laughs> Don't touch that. <laughs> you don't know where it's been. You don't understand. <laughs> Mike, the urge to touch it is is certainly great enough for you to actually reach out and grab it. So okay. what what if I grab it and stick it away in my dimension Good. coat? Stop. <laughs> you you may certainly We're keeping it from me. But at this point, it would be kind of a contested roll. Uh, so you guys are both going to roll agility to grab it. And whoever gets the higher success is going to be the one that actually holds it. Oh. oh. All right. So what are we rolling? Agility? Yep. All right. I'm going to roll karma or call karma. I got a green. I got a 34 on agility, that, which is not a green, but I will bump it up to a green. Mm, okay. And I've got a 53, which is a second tier green. All right, did you call karma? I did not. <laughs> so you both got a green. So both of yep. you re reach out at the same moment and, and grab hold of that stone. Mike, you feel it. And as soon as you touch it, that bluish black uh, energy starts to crackle a little bit more and kind of creeps up your arm a bit. You can feel it. This is why you shouldn't touch things you find on the ground. <laughs> you can feel it starting to sink into your flesh. Oh. Uh, um, and Andy, you can feel your grip loosening on that just a little bit as it's going. So if Pick you, him in the chin. <laughs> if you want to try to maintain hold of that, you're going to have to try to pull it from him. So that's going to be a contest of strength. Ah. Well, <laughs> karma. <laughs> oh, 98. Look Ooh, at oops. that. I, I guess I'll roll that. <laughs> I got a 90. <laughs> and you have amazing strength to his good, correct? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's, yeah. It's it's still a yellow. And I, I called karma, so ninety eight. I am in the red. Okay. And you're really not rolling against Mike. You're really rolling kind of against the stone. So you're able to keep your grip on it, but it is really wanting to merge with Mike. And Mike. Now that it's starting to merge with you, it hurts. But yeah, you really want that. But it hurts so good. It hurts so good. It hurts in a good way. I, I think, given given the situation, I think I'm probably inclined to let it do what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. It's it's my precious. It it is, um, and you don't want to do harm to your friend. <laughs> but he needs to let go of the egg. <laughs> but, he, but he does need to let go of the egg. Andy, I got this. <laughs> it doesn't look like you have this. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think you will. <laughs> let's let's just try this first one. We'll see how the first one goes. 
And uh, no. You can grab the next one. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I make a roll to, to speed up the egg absorption process. Okay. Uh, uh, whatever that is. Psyche, yeah. maybe? Probably. Let me. Let's just <laughs> You're just going to lay back and be like, take me. It's at this point that I tell everyone the translation of eggs and eggs in Spanish to huevos, which also, when you say it in Spanish, corresponds to a part of the male anatomy. <laughs> to your <laughs> testicles, yes. <laughs> so it's funny, you know, that, that I'm here seeing this, I'm interpreting this conversation through a whole other layer. Yeah. So, so we're fighting over testicles. Great. So, Psygos, so uh, you want to jump in and maybe He's pull weird. him away from the. No, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll let you guys. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm good. You want I'm in just, on this party, Mr. Wood? Watching the show. <laughs> just just eating popcorn. <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. He's standing there going, Do you see this? They're fighting over this testicle. What the, what's going on with this? Wait, did you bring the rose? Did you bring the rose? <laughs> While they're, while they're doing he's, he's popping maraschino cherries or uh, <laughs> whatever they are. <laughs> making the old fashions over there. <laughs> we'll have a drink. All right, yes. Uh, go ahead and roll Psyche. All right. 24. Ooh, okay. Well, that didn't no, go well. Did not. All right, so Andy, go ahead and make a strength roll again. Oh. I'm telling you, just let me kick him in the shin. 63. Uh-oh. 63 on my little puny muscles. That is a green. Okay. I don't think you're strong enough. I don't. Probably not, no. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, I talked to Poet and said, you know, Poet or Shard, maybe we should stop them from killing each other. Or I'm not sure what's going to happen here. What do you guys think? <laughs> Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll keep watching. We'll, we'll let it go a little further. <laughs> like, <laughs> because of the strength of the stone and its magical qualities, it's, it, strength alone is probably not going to separate it from Mike. Uh, Andy, you're doing the best that you can just with your uh, with your meager little hands, but the strength of that wanting to merge with him is is too strong. So it eventually does crawl itself inside your arm. And it moves up into your bicep, into your forearm. Uh, sorry, uh, this is bicep up here, right? Yeah, bicep right there. Okay. And it sits itself right on the outside of, uh, of the bicep there. And once it takes root. Does anybody find it funny that Chris is the one making a bicep muscle? <laughs> Did anybody else just catch that, that? He's the one out of everybody that would make a bicep. <laughs> oh. I'm still thinking of a testicle on the bicep. Right? <laughs> the uh, next time, next time I see you, Andy, I'm challenging you to uh, to an arm wrestling match. <laughs> My arm alone has 50 pounds on you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, once it takes root, uh, you feel uh, stronger in, in a couple of different areas. You now gain a plus one column shift to fighting and psyche. Oh, so it wasn't a bad thing, at least right now. Yeah, but when it comes out all alien-like later on, 
that's going to be a problem. <laughs> and now you want to go to the next cairn. Yeah, so we need to we need to find some more of these. These magic arm testicles are are doing the trick. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've heard of wearing your heart on your sleeve, but testicle <laughs> sleeve is something you just don't want. To each their own. <laughs> well, where do we find the next one? Do you, um, do you have a sense of all of them? There's whatever. Two more in this area, and then there's a, a group of cairns a little farther away, about five miles away. But we we can certainly get the rest of the ones that are right around in here now. Um, Let's do it. All right. So we can go. But it does we're not gonna be able to do the real one to Loki if it's part of your arm. Yeah, I don't this yeah. this it doesn't feel like this wants to come off right now. Um, yeah, so well, let's just see what happens. Let's you know, get the rest. Let them let them do the thing and you know, feeling pretty good. All right. Yeah, he's kind of sticking out a little bit. I don't want him to get caught on anything. That'd be yeah. So we'll kind of. There's another cairn kind of around the corner, like in that photo that I showed, kind of, and uh, you know, because the the quarry is kind of like long diagonal cuts that cross each other. So it's almost like little hallways in some some places. So there are a couple of others around a couple of the other corners. I guess I I just kind of like, you know, once we decide that that's what we're gonna do, I just kind of take off. I'm pretty excited about this. Okay. Um, but it doesn't take you too long to get to the next cairn. In a similar fashion, it's another kind of cave-like opening. This one's maybe just a little bit uh, wider where you can kind of crawl into a little bit easier. Another big room on the inside and you once again feel the stone under the earth uh, calling to you once again. And I'll, I'll roll my power again mm -hmm. to, to try to extract it. And karma, which is good. I got a 23. Um, I'll spend 20 karma to bring it up to a green. Okay. Once again, same kind of feeling. You feel it coming up out of the earth, and it brings you to the stone of Vanaheim. And this particular stone uh, is home to uh, a race called the Veneer. What color is it? Uh, and this one has a uh, kind of a greenish kind of color, sparkles with, with green uh, light as well. Uh, and with this one, do you, do you guys kind of let him grab it this time? <laughs> or are we going to fight over that one? <laughs> My personal, I mean, we have no idea what this is going to do to Spartan. And my problem with them just grabbing it and absorbing it is that one, he might have two testicle arms at that point. But <laughs> beside that, I mean, it, 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 you know, we have no idea what that's going to do in the long run. Plus, eventually, we're going to have to get these things out of Spartan. Let's Can see. Go into his brain and see what it's doing to him, maybe. Possible, yeah. All right. I mean, I hate there to suggest go. a move for you, but I. Happy to do it. No lobotomizations. Yeah, Ooh. don't don't black tunnel tentacle me. Um, <laughs> so I tried. <laughs> Mike, are you grabbing it though as as he's doing this? Yeah, yeah. It's it's fully my intention to just get that one too. I got a green on that one. Twenty two. 
what you do sense, you do sense uh, his psyche certainly has uh, has strengthened ever so slightly in absorbing the first stone. Now that he has absorbed the second stone, it has increased yet again. Now, Mike, you get a plus one column shift to reason, intuition, and psyche. So uh, is it, but is it affecting him in any bad way from what I can tell? Well, you are sensing greed. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go with the seven sins again. There's your connection. The seven deadly sins. How many stones are there? Nine. Or the nine deadly sins? How many deadly sins? I thought there were seven. There's, there's seven, seven, there's seven, seven deadly sins, sins but mm -hmm. there's nine stones. Hand when things don't work out like that. Now, Mike, your urge to get the rest of the stones is has increased. Um, probably not a good thing. And well, guys, we got this one. Let's, so uh, that stone crawled itself through to the other bicep. So now you've got one on each arm. Okay. Well, there's uh, there's one more in this area, and then I know where the, the area where the rest of them are. We could probably just get one more, and then next place is just a, a hop, skip it, and jump, and you know we can just finish this up, come back and, and whoop some Loki. Or we just give you the Loki, and then we're done. <laughs> or that, you know, honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I could take him. <laughs> And you do. You do feel that way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I hope. Okay, let's keep going. Let's see what happens. Maybe we'll power you up in six yards. <coughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hop, skip, and a jump over to the next cairn. Uh, it brings you to Nidavellir. If you'll recall the most recent, um, well, maybe not the most recent Marvel film, but uh, I think it was Infinity War. <laughs> when Thor had to go to this uh, place far off in space to, to build his axe, right? Yeah. That yep. was Nidavellir. So this was the homeworld of the dwarves. Dwarves. Yep. And the dying star. And the dying star. Yeah. And what, what color is it? Uh, this one is purple. All right. And Nidavellir adds a plus one column shift to fighting and strength. So um, do we, you want me to, to roll like getting it and grabbing it and all that? Ah, no, we, we, now at this point, the, even the um, act of using your earth control, you don't even need it. Now you're just calling them. This and, is a bad idea. And they're starting to come to you. Yes. Um, okay. The, the other group of cairns is, like I said, about five miles away. And there's a, a granite quarry that's just just into the next town. I'll show you a, a, a quick photo of it, if that's all right. Do we even need to go? Could you... Could call them from here? Call them from there? Given your newfound powers? I don't know. Well, you might try, try that. What, what would I even roll? Um, uh, that's going to be Psyche. All right. Um, I'll try it from here. So Psyche, excellent. So that's incredible. <laughs> I rolled a two. No. <laughs> Rolling like shit tonight. I guess we're going to, to go the quarry. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. Let's uh, let's get in the car and no. <laughs> but the this this other area, I think is is a 
similar in that it's another sort of quarry, you know, which is probably what unearthed all these cairns, or at least gave access to them more easily to begin with. But this is a big granite quarry, and so like they're big sort of sheer faces, and then little little cairns that are tucked in between them somehow. And um, I've been to all of these, um, and so we'll we'll go into the the first one we come to. And this one leads you to the Cairn of Hell. Ugh. That's H E L. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Not not H E double hockey, hockey stick. H <laughs> E single hockey stick. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and this is Hella's realm. Oh. Um, and this one uh, is a, a really really dark uh, green, and uh, the the last one had merged to your right forearm, this one merges to your left. Okay, feeling pretty good. And um, that one gives you a plus one column shift to body armor and to your psyche yet again. Okay, we'll hit, hit the next cairn. And that takes you to Muspelheim. <laughs> what is it? Muspelheim. You can and, bat that with Mucinex. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the realm of Surtur. If, uh, if you'll recall in Thor Ragnarok, Surtur was the one that ah. actually brought Ragnarok about. Oh, the big the fiery big guy. fiery demon. And this one grants you fire generation of amazing. Oh. And that goes to your upper right thigh. Okay. Is it is it red? It is red, orange, orange. So these begin to look like a Care Bear on steroids <laughs> because right. he has all these different colors. <laughs> anybody else here concerned about this, or just me? Uh, it's just you. Play it out. Let's see what happens. I'll uh, okay, I'll be fine. Uh -huh. I'll be fine. I feel uh -huh. great. I haven't felt this good in years. Now, <laughs> years. Mike, as you are speaking now. Um, I haven't felt this good. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice does become a little bit deeper and probably starting to speak a little bit more Shakespearean. Uh, <laughs> and so thee and thou uh, is starting to slip out of your vernacular as you, uh, as you begin to speak. Okay. Uh, and then coming to the next cairn, uh, and this is the final of the six stones that are left, brings you to Alfheim. Uh, and that is the home of the Light Elves. So when you call this stone forward, it is bathed in a, in a bright white light. Uh, and that one uh, attaches itself to your left thigh. All right, so I'm feeling pretty, pretty juiced up. Yep, and and that gives you light generation of amazing. So just a thought. Everybody knows I'm against this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and on top of that, what if this is like the a Lord of the Rings scenario where one ring controls them all? Because we have three stones and left, and one of those stones is an Asgardian stone. Or I would assume is an Asgardian stone, yes. which is the ruler of the the other nine realms. Mm -hmm. And what if Loki is in control of that, 
and can now control Mike. Oh, that's interesting. Do, does he have the Asgardian one? Do we know? He does. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not good. He has uh, Asgard, uh, Midgard, and what was the other one? See, now you're going to make me actually say all of the names, aren't you? Uh, Jotunheim. Which, uh, which is where the ice, which have? is where the ice giant came from. Yeah. Uh, which right. ones do we have? Which ones do we have? Oh, God damn it. Svartalfheim, Vanaheim, Nidavidalir, Niflheim, Muspelheim, and Alfheim. See, I'm getting a lot better at it now. Oh, that was really And, you, you and the L. <laughs> what was and the what? What was the second one? Yeah. Farfanugan. Farfanugan. <laughs> Vanaheim. Okay. Got it. And no, it was the third one I didn't get. What was the third one? Nidavidalir. Mid-de-vil-year. Wait, what? Nid. Nid. Uh, like you're Nid. actually writing these down Nid. and spelling them. Come on. I, I, I think the fourth one. one. <laughs> I tried. Wait, where'd uh, Yale come from? Where'd the L come from? No, Yale. You said one of them was Hell. Hell. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Nifl- uh, Niflheim. <laughs> I got to say it. God damn it. <laughs> Niflheim. I'm actually writing them down. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, I'm not going to spell this. Yeah. And where are they on Mike? Um, <laughs> bicep, bicep, forearm, forearm, thigh, thigh. <laughs> so we have all of them. Uh, six of the nine, yes. Right. Hey, which one is where? It's true. <laughs> I, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> I'm gonna come through this computer screen <laughs> and I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> well, I think okay. So hopefully, hopefully, this is not a control mic scenario. Then yeah. Well, we can go see. Mission accomplished. Tis too late. I think per- perhaps our plan to offer fake stones may not be possible anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's going to know what the stone He's going to see these, you know, sticking out. But since they're already out of the ground, you might be able to pull them towards you and Oh, that's true. And inside of you before <clears throat> before we even get there. Yeah. I th- let's let's make a roll for that right now. Like just to try to try to summon the other three to to us here rather than trying to take them from Loki in person. Okay. Uh, did you say that was a psyche? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So remember, you're like up five column shifts now. And psyche yeah, or so that's amazing. Um, I will call Carm. Can I help him with this? I have a monstrous psyche with a lot of telekinetic tele. tele-, tele- yeah, tele- like, like an amplifier? Yeah. Maybe like I a, a power feet, maybe. I think huh? I could allow that. Yeah. An assist or whatever. You kind of, right. I don't know what out of the game. Okay, so Mike, with all of your pluses now, where is your psyche? Uh, amazing now. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Kurt, you can add to that. Uh, so, depending on. Hmm. I think you're going to have to have at least a yellow success. But if you get, 
Yeah, but if you get that, if you get a yellow, you can add a plus one column shift to his psyche. If you get a red, you'll add two column shifts. All right, I, I'll use karma for this one. Okay. Yeah, so will I. So I'll roll. Right, so I'll roll first. Let me roll first yeah. to see how many column shifts you get. So I got a 50, 59. So that gives me, on Monstrous, gives me a, it gives me a yellow. So what do I, is that just where it is then? Or with the karma, does, do I push it to red? You, you got a yellow. Uh, yeah, you could push it to red, yes, to give him a plus two. I'll push it to red. How much karma do I need to use for that? Uh, whatever takes takes you up to the first level of red. Uh, so that's 50, what did I say, 59? Okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that. I'll push it to red. I'll figure the math out here, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, 59, 30. So Mike, you can and do I need to use roll. karma in addition to how much that difference is? Do I need to use additional karma, too? Mm, no. Uh -uh. Okay. No, All right. just, just enough to get you up to the red. There you go. I'll, I'll call karma. And roll. Um, I got an 86, which is a yellow, and then I'll bump it up to a red. That's like a triple red. <laughs> yeah, so. But you have two column shifts, right? I gave you two column shifts, so you're at. Unearthly. Right, so I'm at unearthly. Yeah. With a 96. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You. Feel the energy from those stones coming towards you. And then you feel something else pulling them back. You're in a tug of war right now. <laughs> Can I add a poem? You may. Okay. And, ooh, I got 90. Ooh. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Sending the signal, the stone of Midgard, called by Spartan. The pull is quite hard. Jotunheim, Asgard, all three stones fly from the tower to us. They come home. And so they do. <laughs> with, with the reading of that uh, recitation of that poem, you feel something just snap and break. And those three stones are coming at you. Uh, like a bullet. Like and you better hope one bolts. doesn't go. You better hope one doesn't go to your stones. You're gonna be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we see them? Do we see them coming at us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll use telekinesis to slow them down, mm -hmm. so they don't like slam into us or something like that. Uh, I got a three. <laughs> you just waved at them. They just actually speed up. <laughs> <laughs> and those things come streaming in at Spartan. Yeah, um, I, 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 I take cover. After I roll it, three, I take cover. <laughs> and the first one hits you dead center in the sternum, in the chest, and spins you around as the second one smacks you in the back of the neck. And you do a full 360, and the third <laughs> hits you smack dab in the center of the forehead. And that's where they stay. <laughs> and it lifts you up off of the ground, and the colors of, uh, of the rainbow, basically, uh, then start to shoot 
out of every orifice and out of your hands and out of your feet. Uh, Turn it into biofrost. (laughs) (laughs) And you are filled with uh, the energies of the nine realms uh, (laughs) with, with that. You get some more pluses with the addition of Asgard, Midgard, and Jotunheim. You get a plus one column shift to strength and endurance for Asgard. A plus one column shift to geoforce and weather control for Midgard. And a plus one column shift to weather control and endurance for Jotunheim. Okay. Do you follow all that? Okay. It made notes. So just out of curiosity, now where does that put you on everything? <laughs> um, let's see. Fighting, that puts me at incredible. Uh, agility stayed the same, which is excellent. Uh, strength, that moves me up to unearthly. Um, endurance, up to shift X. Uh, reason, up to incredible intuition up to incredible and psyche up to amazing and then uh the geoforce up to incredible body armor up to incredible and weather control up to amazing and then fire and light generation (laughs) both at amazing did you see uh, Kurt's post? Why are there so <laughs> many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? <laughs> okay, so. We can have our picnic and sing Rainbow Connection. We well, can. Rainbow's uh, the stones are angry. Oh, with with whom? With Loki, especially, and the Enchantress. Oh, we don't oh. need to fight them. We don't need to fight them. We need to Let's fight just them. Move on. Let's go fight them. Let's go. <laughs> we got We got to whoop up on them. They shouldn't have done this. We we must. What do you guys think? Are you? Yeah. Well, I guess, no, that I guess sounds, we, I guess sounds like a you problem rather than a. <laughs> it hurts. I'll take some of that popcorn right now. We'll watch. Popcorn <laughs> out. Let's go. Fight, um, fight. So I guess the question is, what are they doing now that these stones are gone? No, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I, I make a, a psyche roll to resist that? urge yes you may uh 39 Mm -hmm. (laughs) on amazing is a green okay yeah you really want to fight him but i mean you did succeed so you can make the choice not to go after them guys uh i really want to go fight these people or these God like people. Um, but I'm, I, it's taking a lot of effort for me to not just go do that. So I need, need some kind of help. I need, I need well, some, a couple of things uh, to think in mind is that we are in your hometown. And if you start fighting them, we potentially 
we could destroy a lot. Yeah, we can, given given yeah. that you have these new powers and that these enhancements that you've not tried before. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty confident, though. Oh, I bet. <laughs> he's got so a couple of bad friends along. What? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead no, now. I was just going to say, should we just go back to Irish Dan headquarters then and get him as far away from them as possible? The problem is we don't want them destroying the, the, the city, right? Yeah, but they'll follow us. They're going to find us wherever we are. So maybe leave the city and go to a more secure yeah, place. Yeah, imagine I'm, I'm pretty trackable right now. What if we go hang out in Wonderland? We could do that. Like, just hang out. We can have our picnic there and wait for them. Let's have a tea party. Yeah, tea party. Yeah, that's good. And then if, they, if we do make a mess of things, at least we're doing it. <laughs> at your house. Yeah. My house. Well, as you are discussing Wonderland, <laughs> there we go. So we keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the air behind Shard begins to crackle ever so slightly, and one of Shard's mirror portals actually opens up, and. Shard, interestingly enough, your second in command, the Knave of Hearts, crawls out, bloody and beaten, as his mirror behind him just shatters into a million pieces. And he is in bad shape, but he sees you uh, through... Uh, his one good eye, the other one has been ripped uh, out of its socket. And he says, oh, thank the heavens I found you, mistress. Wonderland is under siege. It is a terrible day, a terrible day indeed, mum. The Red Queen has returned to usurp your throne. And she has warped your most precious subjects and set them loose on the gateway to the West, your home away from home. The portal I used to get here was the last in the Hall of Mirrors, alas. But I knew I needed to find you. You must journey to the gateway of the West and salvage the last remaining portal to Wonderland, save your subjects, or all will be lost. That's where I'm going to head right now. I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm just going to go. Well, wait, we'll go with you. We can okay. go with you. Can I come along? Oh, That's fine. Yeah. I'm going. We're coming. We're coming. We'll go. We'll go help you out. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Uh, I mean, can can I? Oh, resist doing that. Like, and you resist uh, it? You, uh, or, or resist the, again, the, the impulse to stay. Like, can I? You, you want to resist the impulse to stay? Yeah, and go take on Loki. Okay. Uh, like, do you, I need to roll for that, or can I still? No, you, you already rolled. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that's the right thing to do, and so that's what I'm going to do, but... Shard, open the door. I'm, I'm feeling, tele- feel, I'm feeling tele- pretty twitchy. <laughs> I'm going to teleport Mike in. What are these creatures that appeared in the in the field? Are these in front of us, or is this in Wonderland? Oh, this is this is somewhere else entirely. Oh, okay. Yeah, if if you if you all are deciding to travel along with with Shard 
to the gateway to the West. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I, we're going, right? Otherwise, yeah, just going to be doing some big battle over there. And... All right. So, Dana, you open up uh, a gateway to the area that you know of as the gateway to the West. And uh, we all are aware Saint of the gateway to the West is the St. Louis Arch. Yep. And directly beneath that gateway uh, is where uh, you enter out into St. Louis. And in front of you, you see another scene of mass chaos that is very similar to what you had seen in Montpelier. Uh, But it's a little bit different here. Uh, Upon arrival, uh, you discover the the park in front of the St. Louis Arch in total chaos. The sky has turned purple, and there is a rain of rose petals that fall from the heavens. Visitors to the Arch are being chased and tormented by several recognizable Wonderland denizens. Tweedledee and Tweedledum are tossing a woman back and forth like a rag doll. The Mad Hatter is carrying an enormous pistol that spews forth hellfire on his victims. The Cheshire Cat is teleporting from place to place, ripping into his prey with his gigantic teeth, while the White Rabbit slows time, preventing the mortals from escaping. The Caterpillar has cornered a Great Dane and is swallowing it whole as the Jabberwock shoots flames from its eyes, searing the flesh of all within his sight. Amidst the chaos are dozens of card soldiers laying waste to the helpless tourists to the gateway arch. And Shard, you recognize your subjects and realize that they have been twisted into an, an amalgamation of your adaptations and the demons from which they were originally crafted from so long ago. And they've certainly been transformed and are under someone else's control because this is not the way that you have trained them to act. Mm. And something must be done to break them of this control. And sadly, it means that you probably are going to have to face them in battle. (laughs) Or, (laughs) (laughs) or you can talk to them. (laughs) I think I'll just say no, you already said they're already uh, under someone else's control. Okay, let's just. Yeah, you can you can kind of feel that. And when the knave said the Red Queen, your assumption uh, is a particular redhead that has been somewhat of a foil for Limbo uh, for uh, quite many years uh, over the last couple of decades, and that is the Goblin Queen, uh, who is the clone of Jean Grey. Clone with the same powers as Jean Grey, or do I not know that? Well, they're they're similar, yes, but but she has uh, also steeped herself in dark magic as well. Right. Okay. So it's like your Lex, Lex Luthor. Right. Okay. But she's not there. We just she is know not that there. That's... That is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the description of the Red Queen, that is oftentimes what uh, your followers refer to her as the Red Queen. All right. I will try to contain. We're in limbo. Or are we in St. Louis now? No, you 
if you tried to go to limbo first, that didn't work. Okay. It's very similar to the effect that you had a couple of days ago in tr attempting to enter the dream realm is that you were not able to push through. Now, teleporting here on earth is not a problem for you, but, but right. getting there, the only way in at this point, according to the nave is through the gateway of the West because it's the last surviving uh, portal in the hall of mirrors. Okay. Oh God. I think I'm just going to, so I can't open up any portals to zap them into things. Does that not work? Well, you can zap them elsewhere. Uh, you can't, you just can't take them to another dimension at this time. Okay. You can take them anywhere else on earth, basically. Okay. So we have a, maybe a prison type cell at Irish Ann, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's the vault, uh, which vault. you would have to travel there yourself <laughs> and then Digitize put them, them in the vault. And then yeah. file them alphabetically and, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to try to, oh, God, I don't know. I'm going to try to open some portals around all the, the creatures mm -hmm. and send them to a gymnasium at an abandoned high school. <laughs> I don't know. North High School, abandoned high school. Okay. Gymnasium. That's the biggest area I could think of. Okay. It's one flickering fluorescent light. Yes. <laughs> it's like a bowl, you know. I'm Try to contain them there, unless anyone has a better idea. What would that be? Does anybody have a mold allergy? Because <laughs> right now it's it's in a day with mold. Perfect, perfect for them. Okay, what would I roll that under? Oh boy! So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven targets to do this to. Yeah, I'm gonna call Karma. What what is your uh, dimensional travel power? What rank is that? Uh, it just says dimensional travel limbo slash earth. Mm -hmm. But my teleportation is monstrous. Okay, so monstrous. Okay, monstrous. Okay, so you're gonna roll on the poor column oh. if you want to try to get all of them in one fell swoop. Crap. So I have to roll at least one hundred. <laughs> okay, <I think> call <laughs> karma. <laughs> <clears throat> I have a lot of karma. So. Okay. Rolling. And I got eight. Ninety-five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? And I got eight. eight. No, no, no. I had to turn the dice to see if it was ninety-five. <laughs> I didn't believe that I got ninety-five is what it was. <laughs> okay, well, that's a hundred and five. Karma, so I'm gonna put it up. All right, well, give, give me Five 10 more. minutes while I find a new map to put these <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, all right, so you want to teleport them to the Old North Gym. Yeah, the, well, the, the, wherever they played basketball. Not that, the, would, not, that would not be the gym. Had gym class, <laughs> gymnasium. Yes, yeah. Bleachers. Yeah, 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 that's, that's called a gym. We'll, we'll, we'll show our age. We'll show our age. Gym that a. was the gym A or men's right. gym. Oh, that's right. Not the one where we did archery. <laughs> no. The basketball one. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so you're going to teleport them there. Once you get them there, what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to close off the uh, doorways 
and make it like a prison. So I'm going to cap off all of the exits. Okay. In like a bowl, basically. Okay. And then that's going to be a, that's an entrapment spell. Uh, So that's a dimensional spell. Uh, So that's going to be under dimensional, which I think for you, is that remarkable? Oh, 28. And I did not call karma, so. Okay. Yeah, so that didn't work. Nope. So now they're loose uh, in the North High School gymnasium in Evansville. (laughs) They're away from people. Oh, there's a whole school that's at the O'North. No, no, no. It's abandoned. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I said no, it was abandoned. <laughs> the gymnasium is yes. Well, there you go. The rest of the school is no. So it's after hours, they're fine. Are, are you taking the rest of the group there with you? Yeah, if they want to come along. Oh, you mean we're not done with them now? We put them in the gym, but not over? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, you can leave them there. It's fine. <laughs> I haven't had any T-Raps for a while. I'd, could I stick around for like an hour? Like get some downtown? and then. <laughs> yeah, no, you can leave them there if you want to. That's fine. Uh, let's go take care oh, of it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, the, the gym needs to be demolished. So, That's Mike, you we'll, found we'll, abilities? We'll probably accomplish that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go do it. So, uh, can someone take us there? Probably. Somebody, somebody can. It's like a three-hour drive, right? Mm-hmm. I can teleport, but I I can only teleport myself. I could fly, but it would take me probably an hour. Shards are are our person yeah. that we normally. Yep. Zap, you're there if you yep. want to be oh, there. You. You're done with your T Ravs and emos. Okay, let's do it. All right, give me a second here. I'm trying to find a map. All right, so I've got the map up there. Did that did that appear for you guys? Oh, that, that doesn't look like the old North High School gymnasium. Well, that's the best I could do under the circumstances. <laughs> the gymnasium's inside. I don't think it's outside. Just shut up. That's the best that, I could do. <laughs> that's a lacrosse field. That's not even a basketball. Well, court. okay, you go find a, like like a gymnasium <laughs> map on Google <laughs> for an RPG game. See see what you can find. <laughs> All my players are always like, wow, you I did that so fast. And we're all like, yeah, there, there's some grass there. It's not quite accurate. <laughs> it is a perfectly fine map. <laughs> all right. So on this map, that is the best I could do. It's great. Uh, there is your white rabbit. There is your uh, Mad Hatter. Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Oh, I have these pictures, you cheater. <laughs> you have them? I do. Dude, good. Whenever I was looking them up, this is, these are the ones that I got. That's Mad Hatter? It looks like a... Oh, yeah. oh, he's very cool. It's yeah, just hard he looks to like a Western dude. Yeah. It'd be good. Cool. What's the pink guy? Who's the pink guy with the green mouth? Purple guy. Purple guy with the green mouth. The guy on the left. That guy. Oh, that guy. Sorry. Uh, 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 he was hidden from me there for a moment. Uh, and that is your Cheshire cat. Ah, okay. Cool. Let's go to town. <laughs> you roll initiative or something? I suppose so. Uh, I got a 13. Yeah with, yeah, with the bonus, I get a 10. Okay. Shard? 
I got a six. My Fair. bonus. I got eleven. And Christy. Nine. Nine. All right. So Psy Ghost is going first. Yeah, and I'm gonna do that extra action thing. Okay. What do I do for that? Use karma. Uh, that's fighting, and I would certainly suggest yelling karma. Everybody okay. did did add their seven hundred uh, that I posted on the Facebook, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't do that. We added so, seven hundred karma. Yep. Oh shit! I got a lot of karma. All right, I'm gonna use karma, and I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna attack the Mad Hatter. I'm gonna use, you know, the Black Void comes out, tendrils head towards him. I'm gonna reach inside his head and try to rip rip his mind open. All right. That's on a now. Just just so you know, these are uh, these are actually shards uh, oh. minions. So yeah, I was I was going to ask the question like, can we kill these things or are these you, things? You that... can kill them. They are sentient beings. I mean, and should we? <laughs> I guess is what I mean. They have been turned. Like shard turned them from evil to good, but now they've been turned back to evil. Um, oh, yeah. So, Shar, what do you want us to do? You, you call the shot. We'll do it. Yeah. What do you? I was gonna try to contain them, but that didn't work. So, so like knock uh, them out, or like beat them up a little bit. What's the knockout rule, Chris? How, how do we knock things out? Well, you can still take them to zero health, but uh, not kill and not kill them. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna try to pull his brain, not pull his brain apart, but <laughs> cause him to just like a little bit. Have a concussion, let's say. Okay. A little psychic tendril concussion. Okay. All right. So we're gonna do that, and now I lose two shift, two columns on that, right? Because I'm I'm trying to get the extra. Do I lose columns because I'm doing extra, getting the extra attacks? What's the What's the penalty for extra attacks? Um, the, technically, it is like a minus one column shift, but uh, I never really have enacted that kind of our house rule is that if you if you get the extra actions you've got the extra actions but you oh, got to roll for the extra action yeah you do have to roll for the extra action. Oh, so first i roll for the extra actions we do that later yeah you roll for that now yeah all right i'm rolling for extra actions right now my yeah. roll for extra actions is 69 what oh I roll? well that's an automatic success uh, 69. Uh, that's your first 69 of this session. So okay. automatic success. You you get a total of three. <laughs> okay. So, but I do one now and then two later, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we're doing those psychic tendrils on the dude with karma. Mm -hmm. 64 takes us to a yellow. All right. And that does 75 points of damage, correct? 75 points of damage. Do I need to, how much do I need to take off for doing karma? For what? Whenever you use karma, how much do you need to subtract? Uh, 10 uh, is, is all you need to subtract oh. at this point because you got the 69, which is, which counts as a hundred. All right, cool. All right. So that means he's going to have to roll to see if he is, well, Technically, that's a, that's a that's a kill. Oh no, I'm sorry. You got a 64 on that, so it's a yellow, right? So 69. that's a, a stun. 69. 69 for your extra actions, but a 64 oh. for you the yes. actual attack, right? On that, which is a yellow. All right. So he got an 83, which puts him in the yellow, so he is not stunned. But you did a, a massive amount of damage to him. Okay. 
And then we go to 11, which is Arsenal. And I'm going to have yep. you roll one die because you're tying with the with the white rabbit. Oh, okay. Just a D10? Yep, just a straight D10. Nine. He also got a nine. Try again. Uh, okay. Nice battle. Uh, nine. And a one. Okay. So uh, I've got to roll for extractions. I'm going to use karma here. A 76 that's fighting a yellow. So I'll, bump that. I'll just take the 10. Bump that up to that's a high high yellow. Was they give me extraction wise? That gives you a total of three. Three. Okay. All right. So first action is I'm gonna. Do we still have all these card the card people running around? Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> we're we're, okay. we're gonna just say that the uh, the shock of being transported here uh, was enough to knock them out because so a bunch not- of card people laying down on the floor there. Mm-hmm. So watch your footing, everybody. This could be slick. All right, so I'm going to teleport between Tweedledee and Tweedledum for my first action. Okay, go ahead and move yourself over there. So that's, that's my action, right? And that's your first action, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then White Rabbit. Got a 70, which is a yellow. All right, so he is slowing time. And he's doing that just over you guys. So if you have extra actions, you no longer have them. And uh, whatever your initiative was, it is now zero. So they get to go before you do. That is going to move from White Rabbit then to the Cheshire Cat, who also teleports behind Spartan. And that is going to be his single action for this round. And then we go to Tweedledee and Tweedledum, who are about to get the whoop on Andy. Hey, this might be my opportunity to try my power stunt. Oh, true. But not this round, because you don't have any more actions left. (laughs) (laughs) And they both raise their hands up above their heads and slam down onto the ground. Uh, you're going to take 50 points of damage from that. Jeez. And you're going to roll for a potential slam, and that's going to be endurance. Yep. Uh, so 75 endurance. That's a yellow. Okay, so you're staggered, uh, okay. which means next round your initiative is one. Caterpillar. Uh, is going to inch his way towards uh, the threesome here. And he takes a whiff of his hookah and blows smoke in your direction. And he got a 15. <laughs> and, and it basically goes like this. <coughs> <laughs> he bogarted that a little bit too long. <laughs> It's been a clove mixture. (laughs) And uh, then we move to the Mad Hatter, uh, who moves to this location right here and takes aim at Spartan uh, and sets loose his Hellfire gun. 
getting a 33, which is probably not good, and misses. Okay, so coming back then around to uh, you guys, then we go to uh, Spartan. So this is the same round? And same round. So uh -huh. I can't roll extra actions? That's yet. correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will just try to just turn around. Do I have enough room to charge the guy that's behind me? Can I like, just kind of like... Not to charge him, but you can certainly hit him, yes. Okay, then I'll just try to try to swing around with the bat mm -hmm. um, charged with vibration and just, just take a whack at him since I could feel that somebody popped up behind me. Okay. Um, karma. Got a 44. And that's that's a fighting straight fighting roll, right? Yep. Plus two column shifts for your bat. Right. So plus two column shifts with the plus two column shifts from the yep. eggs. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so a 44. Uh, I'll push it up to a yellow with just the 10 karma I have to spend anyway. Okay. Now, what is your strength? Strength is amazing plus two, so unearthly. <laughs> and what is your vibration control? Uh, it's amazing. Okay, so in this instance, you're probably better off with strength uh, as the damage. Right. Uh, now, if you charge it with the vibration, that bypasses body armor. Mm -hmm. So you can still charge it with the vibration with the expectation that maybe he has body armor so you can do the full 100 damage to him. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. You're in the yellow for that, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a potential slam on him. Uh, no slam. Uh, but you rung his bell, for sure. <laughs> Poet. So we can't roll for extra rolls, right? Right. Okay. But I will say karma. And should I roll or read first? Um, I'll read first. Okay. Because uh, I always want to hear tense, it. And like, what's she going to rule, right? <laughs> okay, dramatic tension. Dodgeballs from the cage emerge. All bouncy, bouncy at my word. They bounce and bonk onto the heads of Shard's creation and land like lead. Well, not quite lead. It hurts a lot and knocks them out, but not quite dead. <laughs> karma. Oh, my gosh. 91. Oh, 101. Wow. He is rolling. This is a good die. Oh, red. Okay. Dodgeball. And your reality alteration is monstrous, correct? Yes. Okay. Whew. All right. So I'm trying to figure out how to work that out. So you did say lead. But not quite lead. Which is what I said. Mm-hmm. It hurts a lot and knocks them out. So okay, it hurts yeah. like lead, but it's not lead. Okay, so we're going to roll a stun uh, for each one of them. Uh, a, a lead ball uh, would ah. es essentially do like 10 points of damage to these guys. But you, but. Did, but you did say that you want to try to knock them out. So I'm going to roll for a stun for each one of them. Yes. Like they descended 
with the gravitational pull as if they were made of lead, but in reality, they are merely dodgeballs. Okay. <laughs> but now they're made of nothing. They're made of plastic rubber. You're, you're dropping rubber wait, wait. dodgeballs on the bad guys now? They're, they're rubber oh. dodgeballs with the inertia force of a lead ball. Thank you. Right. <laughs> it still is rubber dodgeball. I mean, you know. There is a great physics problem in there. Wasn't the last line it knocks them out? They were blown up by a really intense fourth grader. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that'll do it. You have to hit them like in the face really hard. Like it's got, you know, remember like that. Oh, yeah. Well, five of them rolled terribly. Um, so the White Rabbit, Cheshire Cat, Mad Hatter, Tweedledee, and Tweedledum. Oh, sweet. All get conked and fall unconscious. And that means I need to roll five dice to see how many rounds. So we got five, ten, four, nine, seven. All right, so they are, are all knocked out for at least five rounds and up to ten. So you've got five rounds at least to take out uh, Caterpillar and Jabberwock, which just so happen to be the two strongest ones that are on the field. (laughs) But time has stopped moving slowly at this point, right? Since we've knocked out the White Rabbit? Yep, that's correct. Okay. So do we get our extra actions back? Yes. Right now? You have the ability to have them, yes. Oh. Uh, and yes, yeah, actually, so if you did roll for them prior to, yes, you may use them. All right. Okay. I haven't gone yet. So, yeah, and Dana hasn't gone yet. Yeah. So yeah. Th- it's Dana's turn at this point. Okay, so Caterpillar and Jabberwock are the only two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, pull, can I pull up my palette, or is that closed off my Wonderland palette? No, it's not. Mm -mm. That's still part of your uh, internal magic, so you're fine. I pull that up, and I form large swirls of black and gray into a large Jabberwocky, the same thing. So he's going to fly at the Jabberwocky and try to knock him out with his tail, his spiky tail. Okay. So am I rolling to... Rolling to create it or just rolling to see what he does? You're going to roll to create it. What is that under? I'm sorry. Um, That's going to be a summoning spell. So universal. So that's incredible. Incredible. And I got a 30, a 30. (laughs) So nothing happens, I guess. No, nope. it does 30 on monstrous. Or no, I'm sorry, on incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, you just missed it. You didn't call karma? Um, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so he's not there. <laughs> I wish all that trouble putting him on the map, and now he's not there. Sorry. All right, that's all right. Okay, <laughs> so then back to Psyghost. I am going to fly... I'm going to go fly up in the air and fly right to the center. Can I do this? Mm-hmm. Fly to the center of the Husky logo and just 
fly up in the air above the center of the husky logo. Okay. That's just for dramatic effect. Okay. Then I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, really get this. I'm going to go for the Jabberwock and I'm going to throw my Billy Club right at his head. Okay. All right. Using your telekinesis. Yeah. Okay. How's that sound? Yep. Uh, all right. So I'll do that. I'm going to use, use uh, Karma. Okay. And we're looking at a 40 on that. Which gives us, I think it's uh, green. Is it any? Do I push it up to yellow or anything like that, or are we just good? What is what? What is pushing it up to? Uh, well, that would give you the ability to potentially. Let's see, that's throwing blunt. Oh, I see. Yeah, it doesn't really change anything. It slams instead of hits. It would that be good? Yeah, uh, well, it's a throwing blunt, so it's just a hit. Oh, all right. So I, I hit him. There you go. Okay. Um, and that's 75 points of damage. Uh, uh, so no, it's actually uh, 50. Oh, it's 50? It's amazing on my blunt damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So it, it hits him punk right in the head. And he looks at you with his burning eyes. Uh, and it looks like it didn't do too much to him. I tell him that was my warm up. That was my little. <laughs> that was my little. Like, Guess what's coming, Andy? Uh huh. All right, so I'm pretty far away from the caterpillar. Then I'm closer to Jabberwocky. All right, I guess what I need to do is I'm gonna pull a weapon here. So based on the roll that I get, will determine the weapon that I pull. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm gonna go with Karma because I want to. I'm gonna go for a big guy here, and. Hmm, I'm glad I called Karma there. <laughs> so it gets me a green. Jeez. Um, ah, I'm trying not to kill this, these things, but everything I got is pretty much lethal. I, I guess I'm going to pull a just a just a you know what? We'll, get, we'll just go with a, a normal um, just a semi-automatic gun. Okay. See if I can just a normal one. <laughs> just a normal one. Now the max, max damage you can do with a green weapon that you have pulled um, is with a shooting weapon is is good. With a handheld, it's strength plus one. Right. So you might actually do better pulling a handheld weapon in this instance. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, how about sets of throwing knives? Yep, that's so fine. Mm -hmm. I'll pull those out. So will that then give me a column shift as well, plus thrown weapons on agility? It gives you a plus one for thrown weapons and a plus one for edged weapons. Right. Okay. So let's see if I hit him. So 53. And that's under agility. Plus a one up, so I got a green on agility if I hit him. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna fire these things rapid fire straight at him. Okay. Um. So, and you're going after the Jabberwocky? Yeah. Okay. It's the guy closest to me. Okay. So you fling your first knife at him, and it bounces off of his hide. Ah. Uh, okay. And then it goes back to Psyghost. 
All right. Uh, now I bring it on heavy. I do a full uh, psychic attack against him. Okay. If he has a psychic, we'll give it a go. He does. All right. How about a nine? I didn't even say karma. We'll take a 94 on that one. Okay. So that's a red. And what is it that you're trying to accomplish here? Oh, yeah. So I use my tendrils. I'm trying to, you know, Jabberwocky, man. I'm just gonna kill this guy. <laughs> Not really essential to the to the to the world of uh, Wonderland, I don't think. Plus, he's a bad guy in Wonderland. You got to kill him with your vorpal sword. I don't have a vorpal sword. But yeah, <laughs> I make my tendrils look like a vorpal sword just for poetic. <laughs> I would appreciate that. That's what I, that's what Andy needs to pull. <laughs> not 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 with the green. I can't. <laughs> All so, right. Sorry, sure. I hope that's okay. But it's in tune with the book. You know? Let's roll a psyche for him. He got a one. Oh, now see, now that was a little better than my warm up billy club. A huh? little bit, a little bit. Uh, and how much damage does that do? Does good 75. Okay. Monster. Now uh, that would be a red, right? That yep. you, that you rolled. So that would be considered a kill. Uh, he got a one, so that's going to uh, take him out. Uh, and go. so I'm going to roll endurance to see if it does indeed kill him. And let's see, his endurance is unearthly. <laughs> so he's not dead, but he's out. And hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O Fragis day, Kalu Kalei, he chortled in his joy. <laughs> Uh, and now it's the next round. So we come back around to Psyghost again. Oh, uh, sorry, Andy. No, I take that back. You you still have one action left. Oh, yeah. Uh, at this point, I guess we're going to go back to this guy. Um, you know what? I, I got to get closer to doing damage, so I will just teleport over to him. And you can move an attack on this uh, okay. as long as you don't teleport. Um, this is close okay. enough. You're still within an area here, so okay. uh, the the squares really don't match up to uh, to your movement in, on this map because I just had to throw this together. So you can just move right. over to them. Okay. Yeah, but I still I only have knives. I can only pull one weapon per round, so I'll take the remaining knives and check them at him. Okay. Karma. Seventy eight. So agility plus one, it's uh, remarkable. That is a yellow. I'll take that up to a red. Yeah. So I'll spend 20. All right. So you chuck that at him, and unfortunately, Tink, his hide ah. is too strong. Dang it. He's a caterpillar. You squish him <laughs> with your leg or your foot. And now it's next round, and we go back to Psyghost. Again, wow, I'm getting all kinds of stuff. So so I took out the Jabberwocky, right? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Don't have to worry about him. So we got the caterpillar left? Yep. All right. Caterpillar. We like the caterpillar. Okay. Uh a little bit of a druggy, but that's all right. We we're forgiving people's flaws. Okay, so I'm gonna um do a, another psychic attack on him, but this time to try to just not to kill him. She should use karma, I got a fourteen. Oops. Yeah. All right. Arsenal. All right. 
I guess I am just going to pull out a long sword. Okay. Okay. Can I roll for extra rolls? You may. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do that first. Ooh, 33. Oh, nope. Then get the extra roll. You got a plus one column shift, though. For? For one of your martial arts. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I think that puts you in a green. Yeah, that puts me in a green. All right, so you get two. Thank you there. Thank you, Game Master. Mm-hmm. So I got two. All right. So I'm going to pull a long sword there, see what I get. So something to stab this guy with up close. Uh, four. <laughs> okay. So I pulled a toothpick. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> you came came up empty there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Reserve my other action for later. Okay. Then we go to Spartan. I'll roll for extra actions first. Uh, 44 fighting. That's green. That gives you an extra. And then I will just, since we're, we're you know, trying not to kill these guys, uh, I'll just charge okay. him and just kind of put my shoulder into him and try to knock him out or knock him away. Okay. And that is that endurance? Yes. Okay. So endurance with two column shifts. Uh, I got a 70 on shift X, which is yellow. Okay. And does martial arts A have anything to do with that? Like. Not with charging. Not with charging. Okay. Mm-mm. So it's a possible slam. We're going to roll for that. Hmm, got an 85. Okay. Oh, amazing. That's a yellow. So no, sl- that's a stagger. Uh, no slam, but shift X damage. That's 150, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. That definitely hurt him. And that puts you right next to him about right there. Poet. While Spartan's wish has been fulfilled, a different nightmare is bringing chills to Shard and who will be next. These creatures born of Shard's resolve like watercolor will dissolve, but safe, restored, they reappear. No hex in limbo, leaving still a puzzle we have yet to solve. To Wonderland they teleport in case it wasn't clear. Each card, each slug, and jabberwock, because Shard holds them dear. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's a teleportation spell, kind of. <laughs> okay. Karma. Okay. 75. Mm. All right. Do you want to bump that up to a red? Yes. Spend the necessary points to do that. Yes. And then as her poem states, they do dissolve and disappear. The assumption is they do end up back in Wonderland, but we we are not there to see that happen. So now that they are gone, what do you as a group want to do? It seems like we got a we got a lot going on. Limbo's in disarray. We you know, I'd really still like to go take care of Loki. You know, I'm just putting that on the table if anybody wants to go with me for that. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> no, we'll just, you know, we could head back. So, you know, I'll just it's like you need that. to fix. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
I mean, I could, I could not go, but I could go. I don't know. I'm, I'm for going to take out Loki. What does everybody else think? What are other possibilities? Well, the other, the other possibilities is to figure out one. Things have gone after Spartans, Karens, so that's come into play. Wonderland has come into play. So the next question I got is, okay, Psygos, are you going to have something that comes into play through telepathy or, t- or you know, some sort of psychic event? Or, Poet, is everything you're going to say come to life, regardless of what happens? You know, that I mean, that's that's kind of where we're at, where we're headed. Where uh, so far. All of the events that are happening are happening around individual powers and abilities. Yeah, like like some, you know, maybe the the creature is sort of acting, trying to act on us all individually. Somehow, something. I don't. I don't know that there's much we can do about it right now, but there, there's the beginning of a pattern. I like the idea of talking to Loki right now. Let's have a conversation. See how he's tell him we're not gonna give him the stones. I mean, you know what Hulk did to him? He just just you know threw him back and forth like a puppet. Uh but we don't have a hawk. <laughs> Although Mike might be a hawk at this point. We I think Hulk's strength is unearthly, am I right? We meaning that we do have some of our powers that are at about that level. So our combined force against Loki, if we need it comes to that, could be enough to take him down. I say we make some fake stones. And try to trick Loki. No, we're back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And we still have, yeah, we still have. Uh, I cannot and, get uh, into limbo, correct? Well, the only way you can limbo. get there is is through the gateway to the west. That's the only surviving mirror. Mm-hmm. You should probably at I'm least check on things, yeah. I'm going there. Anyone wants to go with me? I'll come. All right, we'll go there and check on things, and then let's go say hi to Loki. We'll do both. Okay. You want us to multitask, or should we, should we split up? Up to you guys. I'm not gonna go talk to Loki without you guys. What do you like? We kind of need the whole group for that. It's not like you guys go take on the Asgardian gods, and we'll go check on our home and make sure it looks okay. <laughs> yeah. A uh, point of uh, order. I did not mention splitting up. <laughs> Duly noted. <On> record. <laughs> That's twice tonight. I have, for, for, however, uh, forgotten the names of the stones. Could could somebody <laughs> those back? <laughs> There's Farfadugan. <laughs> It'd be nice to have a map, like of your body. That's true. <laughs> Go on. Table where it is and the name. That's true. Not, like a diagram. So I think yeah. Midgard was on his right sleeve. So Chris, and, yeah. and, and Asgard, Asgard was on his leg. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll do a Da Vinci sketch of him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make a nice cover. Um, <laughs> That'd be a pretty good cover, actually. I just want to go to Japan. Um, maybe to have some sushi, but just to see. I mean, usually, you know, Japan's involved in this stuff in some way. So I think I should just like Wolverine. <laughs> You know, heads off and Daredevil head off to Japan sometime. I should just head off to Japan and check out what's going on there. <laughs> like a mini series, like a yeah, I want my own little <laughs> four part mini series in Japan. <laughs> Maybe see Electra, check in with Electra, see how she's doing. 
All right, so is uh, is Shard, is Shard uh, going to the uh, the gateway to the west? Is that yeah? That's is that what I'm going to do. The decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys get back to St. Louis, uh, and the mirror is still there and shimmering in the sunlight. The purple sky has kind of dissipated. Uh, the ground is still littered with the rose petals there, but the chaos has uh, has waned at this point, and the, uh, the the people that had been attacked by the denizens of of Wonderland are picking themselves up and, and trying to help each other. Uh, so things seem to be returning to normal there. The gateway is there ready to welcome you back to Wonderland. Uh, the, the one and only gateway left on this plane. Uh, so if you choose to step through. Do you? Yes. Christy, are you going with me? We're all going, are we? I think we're all going. I don't know. Kurt's I in Japan. We're gonna go fight Loki or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'm going to go. Japan. I'll go and support you in case something happens. Okay. You can all come with me to Japan if you want to. We'll do that too. We could have a picnic there. So I'm only imagining a storyboard or storyline of these different panels of. Dan and Christy going to Neverland. That leaves Mike <laughs> and I standing in front of Loki, you know, get, and then Kurt is at this little table drinking <laughs> some sucky. And, it's you know, sucky. sitting across from me. Like, Electra and I are just, yeah, drinking the sake and having the conversation. You got, the, you got sushi wow. rolls in your mouth. <laughs> Once you guys enter into Wonderland, you immediately become aware that things have changed since you were last there. It's a much darker and foreboding place. Uh, The purple sky that was leaking out into the real world has intensified here, and the paths that lead up to the Red Queen's castle, the one that Shard took control of years ago, are lined with more blood and the bodies of more of your subjects. Above the Red Queen's castle, there is a swirling orange tempest of energy arising from the courtyard. And once you arrive uh, at the castle, you discover that it has been overtaken by some familiar-looking figures. Standing at the top of the staircase is what seems to be a young, miniaturized version of Cable. Uh, it takes a second glance to make this connection, but the gigantic gun that he carries unmistakably defines who he is. Opposite of him at the top of a crumbled staircase is the X-Man Colossus, but his form has been twisted somewhat. His right arm is withered, but encased in an armor reminiscent of the armor his sister and Shard both manifest when they call forth their soul swords, which, oddly, Colossus also wields this day. Behind Colossus, a great beast paces back and forth like a cross between a tiger and a dragon. This beast, however, bears the colors and general appearance of another X-Man, the teleporter known as Nightcrawler. Opposite of him is one of the most notorious enemies of the Limbo Realm, the Demon Nastir, which means that his red-headed mistress must, must be the one seated upon the throne above him, which indeed she is. The Goblin Queen, Madeline Pryor, cloned by Mr. Sinister from the DNA of Jean Grey, sits atop the throne with her faithful husband, Alex Summers, formerly known as Havoc, but now known only as the Goblin Prince, bearded and shirtless at her side. Poet, 
if you would, roll your intuition. 77. Okay, and then uh, your intuition is what? Remarkable. Remarkable. So that's probably a yellow. Okay. You are, your powers are attuned to the multiverse. Uh, and you, in in your years of experience in dealing with it, have kind of become attuned to the resonance of our universe. And these individuals, with maybe the exception of the Red Queen, their resonance does not fit within the reality that you know of as being our universe or multiverse. Uh, something about them is certainly off. And as this is thought is going through your mind, uh, in front of the Goblin Queen is a small capsule that floats a few inches off the ground. And if you guys will all roll a reason feat. I got an 87, which is a yellow. Mm-hmm. And all you need is green. Just let me know if you succeeded or not. I succeeded. I did not succeed. As well. Yep. Okay, those of you that did succeed, you kind of deduce that this item bears a resemblance to your two fallen comrades, Dream Slayer and Phantasm. The skeletal structure of the capsule is red and purple with hints of black. And inside, there appears to be kind of this green glowing goo that is similar in appearance to Phantasm's ectoplasm power. And within this capsule, you can vaguely make out a curled up human silhouette. And the Goblin Queen addresses the crowd. Ah, the prodigal's daughter returns. As you know, my sweet, depending on who sits behind the throne, time can move differently in this place. While you were slipping out, gallivanting across dimensions, you left a crack in the mirror, allowing me to slip back in. How terribly careless of you. And now, in the week since you have been absent, I have been able to retrieve several of those I thought were forever lost to me from a reality that never existed, but was oh so real to me. For that, I should thank you. But my dear, the best gift of all is what lies beneath my throne. This precious little gem was hidden away deep within the recesses of your little wonderland. <laughs> what are you hiding from me, my pretty? The power emanating from this incubator is immense, and the magics that protect it are too powerful even for me to break. But it looks as though you may hold the key. Bring the soul sword to me and release this little gem. Let me have what is inside, and I will leave this place with my family, never to trouble you again. Hey, go F yourself! And Christy, again, with the role that you had made earlier, you also sense the power coming from this capsule. And I think with this being Shard's realm and something that you, Dana, are unaware of having actually been there, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have you and Christy both roll a reason feat. 
Got 80. 52. Is that a yellow for either one of you? Yes. Both of you can deduce uh, just by mere observation of the uh, the incubator that there is, uh, we know that there's a human form inside. And with the yellow feet, just based off of the size of it and how it's curled up, it seems to be the figure of a human child. And with that, we will call a halt to tonight's episode. All right, everybody. All right. Folks. Be Great safe. See you in a couple weeks. All right. Hey. See, you, see you in two. Yep. All right. Well, everybody be safe. Oh. All right, okay, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.